This copyrighted podcast of the James Perspective has been paid for and funded by James M. Wilkerson. Any rebroadcast, reproduction, or other use of this podcast are a permutation and combination of words and sentences used in this podcast without the express written consent of James M. Wilkerson and the James Perspective is strictly prohibited. Lady and gentlemen. Good morning. Every time, don't we? <laughs> yeah. We do. Every more, every uh, Monday we, or what day is? It? Gosh, this this Monday. This is Monday. <laughs> every Monday <laughs> we go through this. Anyway. Good morning, Victoria. Good morning. It's Law Day. It's Law Day with Legal Monday with Victoria. That's its technical name. And I am out of sorts this morning. My brain is not functioning normally, which may. May help. You never know. Yeah. I know what it's like to be mortal now. There you go. Finally. (laughs) Finally, we can deal with you, James. I have to tell you, uh, I've I've said this on the podcast recently. I've been extremely busy in in my practice. And so my hobby, this, is sometimes... uh, Difficult to prepare for, and I'm glad that I had Victoria to really prepare for it today. I've, I've read the case. We're going to go on, but I am excited about this, and I'm hoping that that this thing picks up some steam because I think that the listeners should be ex- excited about this topic. But basically, this is going to be a three over a three-week period of time. There are three cases that are involving what, what Gateway Pundit would call the deep state, but the regulatory state. The executive branch and the the power that it wields over our country is amazing. These these regulatory agents that we have agencies we have, and they've seemed to have seemed to have gone unchecked. But recently, we started seeing some cases that we went over last year before you started coming on. Mm-hmm. We went over some of them, and it that does appear that this primarily Republican nominated Supreme Court is willing to take up. The power of the real of, of these of these agencies, and the first one that we're going over with is it Jaworski? What's it? What's the name of it? Jaworski. Jaworski. Um, and it's the SEC that went after him. Do you realize how long this has been going on? Did you yeah, pick since up on like that? well, for him it was since 2013, correct? So 2011. 2011? Oh wow, so long time. And he did at that time. He didn't want it to be heard. He he wanted it to be. He wanted. He did not want the ALJ, which will go. What's an ALJ? An administrative law judge. So an executive branch. Mm-hmm. It's a, it should be an oxymoron, but it's but they have them. And, and I'll heavy on the moron. There we go. <laughs> All right, let, let me go ahead and let you start the case, and and we'll 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 go into why I think it's important, and I think you probably picked up on on the reasons this is extremely important. Oh yeah, I mean if you're. I, I, after reading through this case, I was running around all my friends yesterday saying, if you're not paying attention to this, you need to be paying attention to this. It was just that crazy to me. It is that crazy. That something like this is going to be ruled on in my lifetime. You know, so. Exactly. This is huge. It is. Yeah. I, and yeah. let Come me on, guess. Yeah. Does it have a super boring name? I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> that's how the deep state works. They, they make it uh, very boring. Mm-hmm. Take her away. Yeah, yeah. So uh, just a little bit of background. Um, 
Jureski established two hedge funds and chose Patriot 28 as his investment advisor. May, may I stop you there? Yes. This is what I want to tell all of our listeners, mm-hmm. especially in Germany. Mm-hmm. If you want to get audited, if you want the SEC to come after you, mm-hmm. if you want the EOC to come after you, name yourself Patriot. You're, <laughs> you're going to get talking. Or MAGA. You can get them running your door just saying MAGA. I mean, I, we could really, really put this up. We know why the SEC is after him. How dare you name your company Patriot? <laughs> you could really do a whole podcast on the connotation of Patriot today. You really could. It's crazy. So he establishes a hedge fund, chooses Patriot 28 as his investment advisor. So the funds brought in over 100 investors and held $24 million in assets. So the SEC launches an investigation against Jureski and Patriot 28 and finds evidence to charge him in violation of the Securities Act, the Securities Exchange Act, and the Advisors Act. So he was accused of uh, misrepresenting who served as the prime broker and the prime auditor of the funds. He misrepresented the fund's parameters and safeguards. He's accused. Accused, yes, he's accused. Um, (laughs) And then he's accused of overvaluing the funds in order to charge investors increased fees. And who accused him? That was the Securities and Exchange Commission. It's not the Southeast Conference, for those of you. Yeah, it's it's not (laughs) Alabama. (laughs) Securities and Exchange. So that's a regulatory body in the United States. Yes. that, That thinks they're necessary for us to be able to know who can you can buy securities from stocks, bonds, that type of thing. Yeah. Okay. They say that their goal is to prevent manipulation of the market. So. Well, <laughs> can I jump in here just real quick? Yeah. Um, if it's a broker, he can or she can uh, recommend anything to you. And, you know, they re- this is common practice in the financial industry is they recommend you something they get a bigger kickback on, even though it's not necessarily the best investment for you. Whereas the fiduciary, that by law, they have to be in your interest or they can get in super trouble. So if you have a broker, I would suggest changing everything to a fiduciary and not a fiduciary relationship, ladies and gentlemen, because that's just a broker who's going to, you know, put a face on it and screw you when he can. Every time I've met a broker, I have been. Broker. Broker. All right, go ahead. So, that little aside, all right? Yeah. Um, so they, he's accused of, of doing those things, violating SEC regulations. So they launch an investigation against him. Um, Jureski tries to sue the SEC in D.C. District Court, but they claim that they have no authority and that Jureski has to wait for the administrative investigation to get to the end, and then he can appeal if he wants to. And not to district court, but to appeal, or to appell- where does he appeal it to? To, be a, appellate, to an appellate court. So um, he goes along, he gets, um, the SEC finds him guilty. Uh, let, let me make sure you, let me make oh, yeah. the significance of that. Why is that significant that it doesn't go to district court? I'm actually not quite sure. Okay. It, all right. When when a case is tried to, what, what is the big difference between a case? You, you, mm-hmm. I'm going to make you think about this. What's the big difference between trying a case in district court and appellate court? I would say in appellate court, it's a review of the district court's findings. So not really looking at findings. Maybe. Yeah. The trier of fact is who? That would be the district court. Correct. 
Okay, so in this instance, the administrative agency is the trier of fact, and then the appellate court is just reviewing that? Correct. Okay. See the difference? Yes. And the, and, and the Constitution, or the Seventh Amendment says what? Seventh Amendment says that you have a right to a trial by jury. In what? In, um, isn't it... It was something proceedings exceeding more than twenty dollars and twenty thousand. Okay, um, twenty thousand. All right, so twenty thousand yeah. dollars, and, it, mm -hmm. and it's something traditionally handled in common law. Yes, that's correct. Okay, so mm -hmm. what sets this up is is that if if he wanted to go to district court mm -hmm. at, for the trial of fact, because he didn't trust the SEC, yeah, to be a, to be a a the trial of fact. Mm -hmm. And he says, I have a right under the Seventh Amendment to have my case tried at district court. And mm -hmm. what did they do? And they told them we don't have the jurisdiction to do that. They don't have the jurisdiction. They yeah. have the power mm -hmm. to hear whether the SEC can sue somebody and take, I think he took almost a million dollars when he all added up, $600,000 in return fees and then 300000 in fines when you add the pennies in it was almost a million dollars yeah okay so we're talking about a million dollars we're talking about just a little bit yeah um and really that's kind of you know and, and we'll talk about it later when we get into the opinion but that's the center of the argument it's putting the decision into the sec's hands deciding whether or not he can have a trial by jury or they're gonna handle it through an administrative court so um, the NCC makes their decision. They find him guilty. Uh, Jureski has to appeal through the SEC. So they have an entire administrative appeals process. Um, well, let me, I still got to take a step. Yeah. Right? I'm just coming to my brain. is It's kicking in. That's good. <laughs> All right. So so let's talk about this. You named you named the statutes that that they mm -hmm. nobody's going to remember that. Yeah. What's the big word we're talking about here? What's he being accused of? Fraud. Fraud. Yeah. So now we know mm -hmm. they're saying he defrauded his investor. Yes. That's the big thing to get out of that is they're accusing him of fraud. So at this ALJ, this, this, this administrative law judge, which means has always been an oxymoron. Mm -hmm. What do you think about it? How can, yeah. how can yeah. you be the executive and the judicial? Who wrote these, who wrote these regulations? Congress. <laughs> no? Oh, they wrote the regulations, but they... Congress delegated the power to them. They claim they did. Yeah. And the question is, could they? Yeah. So, so what we got here mm -hmm. is the SEC has passed some regulations mm -hmm. that they define what fraud is. Mm -hmm. They accuse a, a person of fraud, mm -hmm. and they bring it in front of a court from the people who made the statute and are investigating it. Yes. So the SEC passed the laws. The SEC executed the laws. And the S and the SEC is now deciding the case like they're judges. Mm -hmm. Never any other judicial branch, no oversight, no nothing. Your first chance is going to be on appeal. Yeah. Okay. So crazy. It is. It's very crazy. Like I said, if every I was going around to everybody and they were like, "What's the big deal?" and I'm like, "This is the big deal. You need to pay attention." <laughs> and Glenn's going, "I thought I was." <laughs> Well, yes, I did think I was. Right? <laughs> um, yeah, so he um, does his appeal process through the SEC. Again, they affirm, we're finding you guilty of fraud. So he takes it to the Fifth Circuit. Um, and he has three 
constitutional argument. So Jaresky is arguing that his constitutional rights were violated. So number one, he argues that um, he was deprived of his constitutional right to a trial by jury, that Congress unconstitutionally delegated their power to the SEC um, by failing to provide it with an intelligible principle, and that number three, the SEC um, ALJs, the administrative law judges, have are protected by too much tenure from being removed from their positions. And the Fifth Circuit agreed with all three of the petitioner's arguments, saying, we agree with you on every single one of these points. Now, the Fifth Circuit, was it unanimous? No, there was a um, dissenting opinion by, let me see. I don't remember the name off the top of my head, but there was one dissenting opinion. Two to one? Yes. Did they, oh, did, okay. Did anybody ask for an bonk? I don't know. Um, yeah, that was denied. Oh, it was? That's the first thing I came. I don't really yeah. know that. When I went to re- find, find it, that's mm-hmm. the first thing I found. Oh, okay. Um, bonk, for those who... I don't listen to this regularly, and, and those from maybe Germany don't know our legal system. We 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 have a federal appellate courts or three judge panels, and after that judge after the three judge panel decides, and if you're not happy with it, you can under certain circumstances ask for all twelve judges that are the Fifth Circuit to hear this case. And and I was kind of surprised that they didn't. Yeah, with you. And even in um, that article that you sent me, the um, blog that was discussing how it's gone to the Supreme Court, they called it a bold, a very bold opinion from the Fifth Circuit. And man, what did you think about his, the, the right, it was a female wrote this, wasn't it? I actually don't, yeah, it was. Um, Jennifer Walker, I think. But And she was snotty at that dissenting opinion. Mm-hmm. Even though I agreed with her, she was naughty. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was they must. I, the reason I say that because you picture those three judges back there talking about this thing, and they must have been <laughs> snapping at each other. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you could feel the tension in their opinions, and even oh. the way the majority calls out the dissenting opinion, and it's just yeah, it's it was crazy. Glenn, uh, unusual, <laughs> unusual airing. Mm-hmm. their disgust for each other. Oh, so they were talking about their mother and everything and stuff like that? <laughs> Just the dissenting opinion. I don't know. You will, I, can, I have some examples later. But, it's, but it was it was important to note mm-hmm. that it was two to one. Mm-hmm. And, what, and the other thing that is important to note, whether you got into this or not, did you notice that they described all of the other courts that have decided differently than the Fifth Circuit. I did not get into that. And basically, mm-hmm. it this really isn't the first time it's been held. Mm-hmm. It's just the first time Supreme Court took it up. Okay. There's, there's a split in the opinions. Yeah. On these uh, ALJs. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, just very. You can, like I said, you can feel the tension in the opinion. Um, so yeah, the um, court goes through each of those three points that, that they ruled on one by one, giving you know their legal reasoning and um, how it's applicable here to Jureski's case. So they start with um, uh, Jureski's constitutional right to a trial by jury. So they give a little history, saying that a trial by jury—that's a fundamental component of our government. Um, it's kind of—it's one of the cornerstones of our legal system, and. Because it is, it has to be any time that a trial by jury is being denied or it's not easy to access, you have to analyze that situation with the utmost scrutiny. 
Well, you know, but uh, you should by now be picking up on this distinction. <laughs> there is a right to a trial by jury. It's very fundamental in what kind of case? In a case um, involving, well, under the Seventh Amendment, something covered by common law. In law. In law, yeah. So back to that again. Mm-hmm. If it's a con, if if the if the the case is being tried is a matter of law, mm-hmm. then you have a right to trial by jury. But if it's by inequity, mm-hmm. you do not necessarily have one. Yes, um, and they do go into that. They say Congress can assign um, adjudications to an agency process where a trial by jury is not needed. So I guess matters in equity, correct? An adjudication again is what? Adjudication isn't that um, like allowing them almost like an assigning of power or adjudication is the ability to decide. Okay. Okay. Um, so they go into whether or not this is a situation where um, Jureski had the right to a trial by jury. So they consider it's like a two-step analysis. Number one, does the actions claim arise under the common law interpretation? In, found in the Seventh Amendment. And number two, if it does, do Supreme Court public right cases allow Congress to adjudicate it to an administrative agency? So um, the court rules that this is a matter that arises under common law of the Seventh Amendment. It's a fraud case. Fraud is found in English common law and um, in U.S. history as well. Um, they find that the Seventh Circuit has ruled the same way on this, and that while there are elements of this action that are more equitable in nature, that does not override the fact that it's a fraud claim. How is it equitable? So it's equitable because they're asking Jureski and Patriot 28 to, um, part of his penalties were barring him from certain um, actions and participating in the market and having Patriot 28 return all of those those funds to the investors. Perfect. That's it. So it was a mixed equity, mixed law. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Fifth Circuit rules that just because there are portions of it that are equitable in nature, he still is having to pay this civil penalty of $300,000. Fraud is found in common law. This makes it um, something that needs to be protected by the Seventh Amendment. So he should have had access to a trial by jury. Part of the, part of the decision from the, from the SEC was that they had to refund money too. Mm-hmm. That's that's usually a matter of law, mm-hmm. correct? Yes. Okay. Um, then they go into more of the practicals. So um, this is not the sort of action that um, may be properly assigned to an agency under the public right doctrine. So security fraud, it's not a new type of action that's unknown to common law. We've seen fraud cases before. Uh, a jury trial would not inhibit the swift revo- resolu- resolution of this type of action. So a jury is not going to get in the way of um, expediting this matter. And then it's not uniquely situated for an administrative agency to handle. So you could have a jury trial and it's not really going to impede the, the one action. My, one of my favorite comments he makes yeah. or she makes in this case, he goes that this went according to the SEC procedure. Mm-hmm. You tried this thing in front of the SEC. Your everything went just the way we, we, we when we first came to the Fifth Circuit. We sent it back down and said, "Do this," mm-hmm. and we told you to do it. And you said one of the reasons you wanted to have this power is because we wanted these things quickly decided. Yeah. And they said, "If you notice, it's 2023." Yeah. <laughs> it's still not decided. I think she says something. It's like so. There's no indication that a jury trial would have made it take even longer than like 12 years. <laughs> 
when the government don't want to give up power. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. It was. I was like, oh, wow, okay. <laughs> okay, uh, go ahead. Um, yeah, she even goes into some of the counter arguments the SEC tried to make. Um, so they argue that these statutes are designed to protect the public at large. And some circuits have identified that um, these SEC enforcements as actions vindicating rights on behalf of the public. So they are trying to make the argument that we're protecting the public at large. We should be able to handle this. This is more of an executive duty. Um, yeah, well, let what was brokers do whatever they want. What was their famous quote on that? Oh, um, I mean, what I found interesting, she said Congress can't convert any sort of action into a public right simply by finding a public person, pr- purpose and codifying it into statute, which was what I thought was a good way to. Yeah, she says, all right. Hold on just a second. Oh, are you? All right, I found it. Where, where it was an opinion was in part four. And so the argument, again, by the government is that, that the SEC, the whole reason for the SEC, now you got a picture of little angels flying around and little bubbles floating and kids playing in the background and the SEC making everything safe for us all. That's Stop all. drinking uh, the Southern wedding cake. Coffee without even having to do that. Yeah, <laughs> it's all just perfect. So you got a picture. Well, we're the government, and mm-hmm. and you can trust us. That's basically what they're saying, right? Yeah. And so, so th- this is what this is where the, the, she gets into the dissenting opinion. The dissenting opinion does not say. All right, wait, 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 wait. wait. I, I should have started some different place. In reality, the dissenting opinions rule is satisfied by the first step alone. The action is itself a public right because the SEC is the government. So if the SEC sues you, mm-hmm. that's what they're claiming. Give up. That it's a public. Is this is for public. Yeah. This is all this is. Right. Well, so. And the not so far removed consequences that flow from that conclusion is when the federal government sues, no jury is required. Mm-hmm. That's the, that is when you get down to the crux what the SEC is saying. Well, we're in the federal government. You don't get a jury because we're taking the money from you. Now, Glenn sues you. You got to get you get a jury. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway, so then she she goes on. So you know you're going to know who she was appointed by. Mm-hmm. She says this is perhaps a runner-up in the competition for the nine most terrifying words in the English language. Ronald Reagan is known for saying, and I'm I'm probably paraphrasing a little bit, but basically the nine most terrifying words are, "We are with the government." We are here to help. I think it comes with 10. I'm with the government. I'm here to help. Nine most terrifying. Yeah. So so basically, though, that's what they're saying is is that we're the SEC. We're here to help. You don't need a jury. Trust us. Yeah, it'll be fine. (laughs) Don't worry. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, when someone says you don't need something, that's code for we're going to do things to you. All right. So let me me take a step back on that. So let me just... And if I'm stepping on you, let me know. Oh, no. story. She gave some good examples. She did a very good job mm-hmm. of seeing that mixed law and equity. And we do have a lot of that happens. Mm-hmm. It's always heard with the law court. Yes. Okay. But she did a good job describing some of them. He's not able to sell any securities anymore. Okay, he loses broker. Those are things that are equity. Mm-hmm. Those were taken away from him. So let's let's. I, I want you to try to kind of see this. This is as much for you to, for you as in, as the listeners. But the listeners do seem to to get a kick out of here. You learn some of these things. 
let's go to the state level. Mm-hmm. What's the most, what's the ALJ that we come up most with in my practice? In your practice? Um, maybe divorce. May- oh, no. Um, divorce is the judges. Remember that? Oh, yeah. That's just not. Okay. Let me think. Would that be? I mean. Workers' comp. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Tricky. I thought you'd get it. <laughs> workers' comp. Yeah. All right. So now workers' comp, this is when I first started practicing. And it didn't last long. The, the, the ALJ, for, mm-hmm. for which is, again, administrative law judge. We have to say it every now and then. Yeah. It means it's an executive branch judge. Mm-hmm. All right. So the workers comp has, has laws that says that basically if a, if a person is injured on the job, then we, even without having to prove fault, as long as you can prove your course and scope of your employment, that you can get two thirds of your wages and benef- medical benefits and some other things. But there's benefits that come from being injured on the job, whether there was fault or not. It can mm-hmm. even be fault of the employee. Mm-hmm. You still. Oh, I know about this. Okay. So that goes in front of a administrative law judge. Mm-hmm. When I was a young lawyer, just a couple of years then, that's not how it worked. They went, you took that straight to district court, state oh. district court. Mm-hmm. And it was bogging down the judicial system yeah. on basic stuff, mm-hmm. stuff that should never have been taken the time of a judge. It, yeah. So they created an administrative law agency called the Office of Workers' Compensation. It's real, mm-hmm. real original. Yeah. OWC. At least, at least it's descriptive of what they actually were. Yeah, about. that's true. So, so, they, but, but you don't, you're not going to know this. They, they found it unconstitutional. Oh. The state law said, no, no, you can't do that. You, the, the trier fact's got to be the district court. So they went back and, and, mm-hmm. and Put it through a constitutional amendment. Of course, all the constitutional amendments in Louisiana passed. Yeah. Good God. No kidding. It's like, pass a law, guys. Jeez. But this is how they get around the, the jury. Mm-hmm. In, in state court, if you, whoever loses can appeal, but the appeal is to district court and it starts over. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's de novo. Mm-hmm. That's what that means. And so, so what it basically was doing, it, it, and the judges do take into consideration what the lower, what the that she became basically the office of workers' compensation judge becomes a witness. Okay. You see, it, yeah. it, it's so it's very difficult to appeal one of those mm-hmm. and win at the, at the district court level, but it's there. Do you see where what I'm saying? If the appeal is straight, let me tell you this too: if you get a ticket in North Hodge, they have an ALJ that tries those cases. It's the mayor. It's oh. called mayor's court. Yeah. So the, the, the person who set the speed limit mm-hmm. made the law and the cop executive. So yeah. we have executive said, you know, so the executive was the one who put in the stops of the speed limit signs. Then the executive, the cop stops you. Mm-hmm. And then the executive, the mayor gives you your ticket and fine. Yeah. That's crazy, right? That is. Yeah. Well, then you just take that ticket and you appeal it to the district court and it starts over. The cop has to come in. Yeah. You do have that protection. What they're trying to do is say, we don't want to be trying every single case that North Carolina. You got to want it. Right. Yeah. So in other words, in the speeding ticket, if I understand you correctly, the, the presumption would be, yeah, maybe this is kind of sketchy, but. If you appeal it, then you believed you didn't do wrong. If you don't, maybe you did, right? Correct. Correct. That's it. So, so go ahead. Oh, I was just going to ask you a question. So what makes this so 
crazy is he was just barred from his right to appeal it to the district court. They ruled that they didn't have the jurisdiction to hear it. He wasn't going to have a chance to have a judge here trial <laughs> back before they took a million dollars from Yeah. There's the difference. Mm-hmm. There's the difference. Mm-hmm. It, it, it would have been okay if the SEC says, we're trying it. Mm-hmm. We're going to find you. Now you get to do Novo at district court. There's no complaint. Yeah. Because they're going to take care of also the ones who say, you know, they're $50 fine ones. Mm-hmm. You know, and again, it's like Lynn said, it, they get they like that because they want their $50 too. That adds up after a while. Yeah. Okay. But the big thing here was it was money. Yeah. It made, that's what made this clear. There was a lot of money at stake. Mm-hmm. And, but I'm sure he wants his broker's license back too. Yeah. Yeah, his ability to make a living, um, I, you know, why does the government have sway over that? I don't know. He wants to do process of law. And if you remember, that by this time, the SEC and Jaworski, how do you say his name? Jaworski. Jaworski. they don't like each other. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Guess not. <laughs> I probably wouldn't like each other. So you got the trial fact mm-hmm. and the prosecutor all hating you. You yeah, know, you're in trouble when that happens. Yeah. All right, so so it's like making a federal judge mad. But let's walk to another ALJ, mm-hmm. Social Security. Yes. Now, in Social Security, you're seeking the government to pay you money. Mm-hmm. Correct. Yes. Those judges, they they act like judge judges, mm-hmm. and you go in and they have judge judge trials. Now he's they're 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 they're. But it's a judge. You got to realize that, that 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 Social Security administrative law judge, as soon as you hear administrative, they are part of the executive branch. Mm-hmm. The executive branch is the one who decides how much benefits you get. Mm-hmm. Correct. So the executive branch makes a decision to say that Glenn is 67 or 65, 65. He does or he does not get it. If he files suit for or if he files a claim for Social Security. The Social Security Administration decides it, then you get to appeal that to where? To the administrative law judge. That's your trier of fact. Mm-hmm. You have a right to jury there. Hmm. So still analyze the Seventh Amendment. What's it say? Do you have the Seventh Amendment up? I don't, but I can get it I pulled it up. up. Yeah, I, I have it up. Because I, I, I had not read the Seventh Amendment since law school. Mm-hmm. I say I have it. Okay, so what does it say? So it says, in suits at common law, where the value in controversy shall exceed $20,000, the right of trial by jury shall be preserved, and no fact tried by a jury shall be otherwise reexamined in any court of the United States than according to the rules of the common law. Okay, so that's significant. Mm-hmm. That a federal judge can't say, I disagree with the finding of fact of the, of the jury. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That's significant. Mm-hmm. And so you have a right to want to suit common law. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just take off the common for now. That helps you probably see that. Yeah. If it's in law, mm-hmm. you have a right to a jury, and even the appellate court can't undo the fire finder of fact. Yes. All right. Now, Social Security. Mm-hmm. Read, read the Seventh Amendment. Tell me if it applies again. Let's see. Uh, in suits at law where the value in controversy shall exceed $20,000, the right to a trial by jury shall be preserved and no fact tried by a jury shall be otherwise reexamined in any court of the United States than according to the rules of the law. So if it's your social security payments, I would say you have a right to a trial by jury, right? Even if the government is the one paying you. That, that, that's where, and as soon as I take the common law out, mm-hmm. 
that's where it kind of it gets. It's, is it twenty thousand or twenty dollars? Did it say twenty? Twenty dollars is what I'm reading on the Constitution that's- of the United States. By Congress Gov. Yeah, I mean that's what it it says, but I thought maybe they they just have updated it since. But I got to have them into the Constitution. That's a good question. I you know why I can't put twenty because I know that's what they they require. Mm-hmm. Now it's fifty. Oh, it went up to twelve fifty since I've been practicing. Fifty thousand. Yeah, that's a lot more than twenty dollars. She said twenty. I thought she just misread it. That tells you. That tells you how happy I read it. <laughs> Wow. I wonder how they're getting around that. We're going to have to find that out for the next podcast. We're going to be doing this over three weeks. That's why, yes. that's why I said this. We're going to go with this. Even mm-hmm. though I was out of sorts when we started. All right. So, so let's just, let's, here's, here's what, here's the difference. I think mm-hmm. that, that even though it is a established right by contract, they consider this something that's not common law. It's created, it's created. Mm-hmm. By law, outside of it, yeah. In other words, it's not a traditional common law case, a common law case. Okay. I I don't agree with that. I agree with your. Mm-hmm. I agree that it should be. I yeah. believe that since I've paid social, I, where, where I would say you don't would be Medicare. You don't yeah. have a right Medicare to pay for that. That's that's that that should be something that the government should be able to decide to or not to give to you. Yeah. All right. Yeah, it's a benefit. But 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 but. I don't right. think that way on Social Security. Yeah. Some Social Security claims are. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can get some Social Security that would be considered welfare. I'm yeah. I'm going to say it. You come, but when, you, when I'm on my retirement, I paid for that. And if yeah. you take that, I think I have a right to a trial after and might. Mm-hmm. But I will say this. The cases that you don't mm-hmm. are when you're injured and you're like you're at your house and you get injured. Now you can't work. Yeah. You're under social security. You get social security, but it's not because of something you did. It's because the government's giving it to you. Yeah. Because you haven't been paying into it all those years. So notes we need to make for next time. We need to answer the question, how they get around that $20 limit on it. Cause I know you don't get a jury forever for, for 2000 for $2. Yeah. Well, let me think about that. Is that right? Let me tell you why I'm, I'm saying that mm-hmm. $20. Twenty dollars. You know, you know what? You know what? Where I may be missing that? Mm-hmm. If it's a tort suit, mm-hmm. if you don't have fifty thousand dollars in controversy, you can't move it to remove it to federal court. Yes. But you, but state courts, you have to have that. You have to have at least ten thousand to get a jury trial here. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they're getting around it. Yeah, it's a good question. Mm-hmm. I like being stumped on legal questions. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely look into that for next time. We'll come back with an answer. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I wonder how they're getting around that. What, what's your guess? See how we how, how do we think they're getting around that? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I just how do they think they're getting around it federal court? Yeah, I think they're getting around it federal court. Is is a federal question? If it's a federal question, I think you probably that's not then 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 you probably get a jury trial and you probably do. If probably the federal court, you right. You have a right to a jury trial, basically. Mm-hmm. Just guessing. Yeah. State court, I don't know. You know, I well, don't know. If you, you know, I listen. I want everybody to say this. I don't know. Yeah. It's not come up in my practice in, the, in all these years I've practiced. It's never come up with what someone wanted to do a jury trial for $21. Yeah. <laughs> well, $20 in 1791 when it was, current, you know, Seventh Amendment was sort of passed uh, is now worth $653.25. $600? Yeah. That's still not enough. I know. that I was thinking, well, maybe they're arguing inflation. There's no, it doesn't say anything about inflation. 
I, I, I got that's I what I mean. I mean, you. maybe that's how you get around it. You'd say, well, obviously we can't, you know, $20 because that's the argument in, uh, for assault, you know, basically for semi-automatic weapons and how we should regulate those because they weren't muskets when the second amendment was passed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hear you. I, I don't know the answer to that. Mm-hmm. It's never come up. Yeah. And if it was asked on a bar exam, I missed it. Yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. I don't know how they do it. Is that, that's, it, 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 I never thought about it. Mm-hmm. All right. So back, back to it. I got way off a tangent. So, so let me, let me just say this. You nailed it. Mm-hmm. This was a que- next question of law and equity. Mm-hmm. All right. The, now what the argument, because I did not read the dissent, the dissent apparently is arguing, let me see, you, you grade me if, mm-hmm. I, if I picked up on it. They're saying that the only reason the SEC is fining him is for the public good. Yes, essentially. That they're not doing it to fund the SEC. They're not doing it, which, you know, that's a lie. Mm-hmm. But they're they're not doing it for any other reason that they're trying to protect the public from bad people and patriots. Yeah. And so, <laughs> you know, that's why this case is here. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, if this were the Communist Association for the blind, this thing would not be be our Southern Poverty Law Center. Yeah, they somewhere. would not be trying this case. But um, that's what you got out of it. That's what okay. Yeah, that it's a it's a public rights matter. So the SEC has the authority. Okay, I hate to do this, guys. You got to pause it again, Glenn. It's time you got to take stuff out. We stop for a second. Listen, I think I'm going to be able to pick back up where we were. Mm-hmm. We have some discussions off the. Off the podcast, we 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 decided to just let Chat GTP decide. We don't need an ALJ anymore. We can just go to Chat GTP. Glenn, <laughs> well, I use Chat GTP four, so that's different. He put in his input, and I put in my input. We got completely different answers. <laughs> but but I but I I think that the one that answered me is answering mm-hmm. correctly. Yeah. All right. In federal court, in federal court. You cannot try a case with diversity jurisdiction, meaning that if ever you can bring a court, to, you can bring what would normally be a state court action to federal court if all the defendants are from a different state from all the all the plaintiffs. So if I sue you and in, in Glenn for a billion, you got to stay here in state court because you're both from Louisiana. Mm-hmm. But if, if you lived in Texas and I sued you, then if if it's above seventy five thousand dollars now, or is it fifty? I thought it was fifty, but it might be seventy five. They, they, at that point, you get your trial by jury. Mm-hmm. There's no question. Yeah. You're above $2. Mm-hmm. The, the, I think if it's a federal question, you get a jury. That's just going to be my bet. My guess is that if it's a federal case mm-hmm. and it's, you're there on federal jurisdiction, I'm going to say that th- this is saying that your, your right to trial by jury is on federal questions is protected even on small amounts. Mm-hmm. If it's a federal question. This would have been a federal question. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So he got his jury. Oh yeah. All right. Now the one the question I have and it, and it could this thing could not answer mm-hmm. is how if the Fourteenth Amendment says that the tenth First Amendment amendments apply to the states, mm-hmm. how does Louisiana require ten thousand dollars? And their answer was sucky. Yeah. I'm not even gonna read it. It was <laughs> just wrong. <laughs> but we do it. Yeah. That was it's there. 
now how did we how do we get off on that uh, we, well first of all thank you glenn and thank you for pointing out to me that it was two dollars i just 20 bucks 20 dollars <laughs> even back then that's only 600 something didn't you say 653.25 according to the inflation calculator today ladies and gentlemen when i call the when i call my lawyer say look i've been sued mm-hmm. i've been sued by the sec and they and we talk for five or ten minutes mm-hmm. and we hang up he's going to send me a bill for more than six hundred dollars nothing that's nothing all right is there anything more to that part of it uh no not that section i think we we covered it pretty well okay we'll try to get into the the rest of it that's i did that's as far as i really got yeah all right so let's let's go into the next part what's the next part so the next part of the Fifth Circuit's opinion is that um, is Congress's delegation of powers to the SEC. So Jureski argues that Congress unconstitutionally delegated their legislative power to make these regulations to the SEC when it gave them the authority to choose whether to bring enforcement actions in their own administrative courts or in an Article Three court, so an actual law. With an it's right. It, of course, you know that don't don't forget Article Three judges do have equity powers. Mm-hmm. You don't forget that. Okay. Right. Now with they, they, that's what they all do. That's all they do anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't practice law very much. Yeah. Okay. So so basically, then the, the administrative structure would set up how I did read this. The um. The, are you talking about Congress's... Yeah, what did Congress authorize them to do? So Congress authorized them um, the ability to choose. That's where kind of my focus was, was they were able to choose, are we going to give them a trial by jury in an Article Three court, or are we going to handle us through our a- ALDs, or ALJs in our administrative court? And that was what the what the Fifth Circuit and Jureski took issue with, was the fact that the SEC had the choice and that Congress did not give them a more concrete guiding principle or make the decision themselves on how to handle that. Was that, and I don't know, I'm asking, mm-hmm. that, that decision, that, 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 that discretion, yes. was that given by regulation or was that given by statute? I believe statute, um, because that regulation would have needed to come, that would have just needed to come directly from Congress and it, it didn't. Okay, and, and so then basically, if I get this right, mm-hmm. You're the SEC. Yes. And Glenn does the exact same thing I do. Yeah. You can decide Glenn gets a jury trial and you decide I don't. Yes. I could see a problem with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, it's a little bit sketchy. <laughs> and that's how I understood it. And I mean, the court does recognize that this would have been something that Congress could have delegated to the SEC if they had given them a strong guiding principle for how to decide you know, which is which, but they didn't. So it was just this unfettered authority that was just too much power for the SEC to have. Well, except that, you know, the amendment says 20 bucks. <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought that was pretty specific. Well, in, in this case, that's why, that's why it never came up. Comes up. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody ever takes a little bitty case to federal court for first, you know, you, just, I mean, you don't on diversity because you can't. Yeah. All right. But if I have a, if there's a, a, a car accident where all we're doing is arguing over, over nuts and bolts mm-hmm. and, you know, 15,000, I'm not even taking that to a jury. Mm-hmm. You, you know, is, is, is it, was it total or was it not total? I don't want to bother a jury with that. Yeah. 
I'll, I'll let the judge decide and go home, mm-hmm. win or lose. I don't want to. I don't want to try that in front of the jury. I don't want to spend the time and money doing it. Yeah. So it's, practically, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. He was he was talking about a million dollars here. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's <laughs> so 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 it's moved. It's not. But it was. It just it was an interesting thing that this sixty four year old man did not know that the Seventh <laughs> Amendment put it two dollars. <laughs> sixty year old lawyer, sixty four year old lawyer. <laughs> I didn't know. I mean, you can't know it all. Yeah. As I laugh at people think we know it all. We have to look up stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so, so they argue. What? All right. So the argument. I get the argument of the plaintiff. Yes. Or the or defendant. Excuse me. Jer- How you say his name? Jer- you always can get Jerisky? it. Jerisky. He, he. I get his argument. What's the argument that the, that the with the SEC made? So the SEC argues that this is. A prosecutorial discretion. So it's still executive power. It's more of, it's not really legislative power. It's kind of just up to discretion for them to choose where, how to handle it. Prosecutorial discretion is whether I'm going to file it or not. I think that's what I, I read, but. Um, no, no, I'm not oh, arguing oh, oh. argue with the defendant. Okay, yeah. No, no, I'm arguing with the defendant. Yeah, I didn't find that right, compelling. So let, me, let me say, you know, prosecutorial discretion means. Isn't that just. I interpreted it as like trying the case, you know, making decisions in regards to prosecuting it. Like, yeah, who, how, who are you going to charge them for how much? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's a, and that is very standard. Absolutely. I, in fact, I heard he's on Supreme Court now. I heard Justice Justice McCallum when he was at the district court level. Yeah. And if, if you've never met the man, that's, that's one of the smartest human beings you're ever going to meet. Mm-hmm. Him. He's an extremely bright man. And he he was, I was it was not my case. Mm-hmm. I was watching it. But there was a relatively young lawyer working for the a prosecutor's office. So the sister, he was a sister attorney. And he asked the judge, can I dismiss this case? And he goes, I have no control over that. That's you. Yeah. If you drop it, I'm the judge. You have prosecutorial discretion. I can't stop it. Yeah. Now, if you continue to prosecute, mm-hmm. and then you want to say he goes to jail, I can say no. Yeah. Or I can say how long he wants to go, mm-hmm. or whether you prove the case. But if you want to drop it, yeah. I can't. He he admonished the guy right there front. So I never forgot. Yeah. <laughs> when you hear that kind of admonishment in court, yeah. you go, "I'm not going to forget that one." Exactly. <laughs> That's what prosecutorial discretion. Okay. All right. Now, I don't think it is whether or not I'm going to give you a jury trial. <laughs> yeah. I don't think he can't do that. He said, well, look, uh, I know it's a murder case uh, that, Glenn, you murdered somebody. I'm going to let you go do this in front of a mediator or something. And yeah, sorry, Victoria, we're going to a jury with you. Yeah. I would take a little bit of issue with that. Oh, no, you want the jury. Wait, 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 wait. Where it oh, depends. yeah. It depends. Mm-hmm. Well, that's it. I'm going to try this one, but I'm going to sit a jury for that. Yeah. I, you know, get, oh, no, that would even be better. Yeah. All right, Glenn, you're accused of murder. I'm okay, going to, I I'm, just want to just want to point this out. I've never been accused of murder, nor have I ever murdered. Okay, <laughs> go ahead. You've been accused of murder. I'm the prosecutor. I'm going to prosecute you, and I'm going to judge you. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I'm going to let her have a jury trial. Yeah. That's the better example. <laughs> It's so bad you can't see their signs. That's because I'm a yeah. patriot. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make yourself patriot. Yeah, so the court really disagrees with that interpretation of it. They say that, no, this is something that 
Congress should have made more clear on how you decide whether or not to handle it with a jury trial or administratively. Um, so that's that point. And then the last point that they make is um, the Jureski argues that administrative law judges in the SEC are too insulated. So they have too much tenure protection. And the court agrees. Um, they define the ALJs as inferior officers under the appointment clause in Article 2. So the president must have substantial control over these officers and how they carry out their duties. There are too many layers of protection for them. They're too insulated from being removed from office, essentially. We're going to have to go over that one. Yeah. I, I didn't read that part of the case at all. So we'll, have, we'll go over that one next time. Yes. Okay. Because I, I, I don't know anything about that. But I will say this. Mm-hmm. That, that we're going to be <laughs> In the next three weeks, we'll be covering almost all of administrative law. Mm-hmm. And, and I, will, so I will say this right now. You, you already know the next case because I gave you two, two. We're going to do the other one. Perfect. <laughs> Which is? It's the Chevron case is what I've been calling it, but I don't know that. Yes, the one interpreted it. I'll get it to you. I promise, Glenn. Would it be Consumer Financial Protection Bureau versus the Community Financial Services Association of America? I don't know. I'd have to, <laughs> I'd have to look at my phone when I said her. Anyway, well, let's, uh, very good on that. This, I think that covers what we, that part of it. The, the, interesting, the interesting thing about this is that he, they lost almost the exact same argument mm-hmm. in 2011. In 2011, he tried to go to the district court. Yeah. And the district court says no, and it went to the Fifth Circuit. And the Fifth Circuit said, well, "You don't, you don't have, we don't have jurisdiction, mm-hmm. right? No, he, no, the district court doesn't have jurisdiction. Yeah, but the statute says you got two choices. I mean, the, the, the SEC has two choices. Mm-hmm. They can, they can let you go to district court, mm-hmm. or they can keep it themselves. And because they have the right to keep it themselves." Then the district court under that statute did not have jurisdiction. And they, I read that case. That's one of the reasons that I didn't finish because I read that case first. Oh, okay. It, thinking that was the right one. And I realized this is a 2011 case. I started realizing well, this is old. Yeah. And because and here's what made, here you know how I caught it. Mm-hmm. Because I was chuckling. I know, I absolutely know that if you have an IRS agent come into your office and you have an American flag in your office, Take it away. Don't, yeah. don't leave that flag flying in your office with that RS agent there because he's going to really hate you. He's going to hate your guts. Mm-hmm. Really? Why? They don't like America. The government doesn't basically like patriotism. That's that's the point. And if you're showing patriotism, I, I know that happened one time. Mm-hmm. Wow. Really? Yeah. yeah. You know, the really funny story I could tell about the RS is that my dad's partner in a business he had, he had several businesses, so impossible to figure out which one I'm talking about. But he, he, he got audited <coughs> by the federal government, and the audit turned out that he paid a dollar too much, and they sent him a check for a dollar. IRS. So he, he takes it, and he and he puts it in a frame and puts it on his wall behind his desk. First time the IRS paid me. But <laughs> it was one dollar, <laughs> and he never got the check. IRS agent goes in to audit him again and tells him take that down. Oh my gosh! Oh, their their wings need to be clipped. Yeah, but instead of eighty two thousand more of them with uh, lots of ammunition and guns. So, 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 the, the the things that I that I that I want the Victoria and the and the, mm-hmm. and the listeners to, to take from this is that this has been a complaint 
of all of us on the right for a very long time, on the, the people who believe in freedom, mm-hmm. is that there is a reason why we have a clear distinction between the executive, the judicial, and the legislative branches, and that the person who passes laws should not be enforcing them, and the ones enforcing them should not be trying them, should not be adjudicating them. Okay, and and you 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 see loss after loss after loss of these kinds of cases, and then you see you see finally somebody's looking at this from a very pra- practical matter. No, you're taking a million dollars from him. You can't do that administratively. That's not mm-hmm. what you're supposed to be deciding. All right, I'll give you what I would have thought would have been. A she gave a good one. Mm-hmm. You know, they they took away his license. I think that's a pretty good right that probably should be tried for a jury. So I'm still not even ready. To yeah. Your ability to of your chosen field to make. Yes. Especially since the government gives the broker the power to do what they do. You have to be licensed. Yeah. But they could take away my law license without a jury. That's for sure. Yeah. It's, it's, that's for sure. Now, they are. Louisiana is very good about giving you chances that you, it, 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 you know, they, they, they. I like the way Louisiana does it. I think they yeah. do a pretty good job regulating this. Mm-hmm. But the the what I'm talking about is which was a really obvious one, OSHA. Mm-hmm. All right, OSHA, they'll come on your property. You know all about this. Oh yeah. Well, and they and, and they're coming there because they heard maybe that there were some rats. Let's say. Yeah. No, they're coming there because someone complained that it's an unsafe environment. Something like that. Yeah. All right. But, uh, but, let's just, but let's say they did. Uh, really, what I want to do is say, let's suppose that, that you're a pipe company. And they're, what they're trying to say is that you were rolling the pipe unsafe. Mm-hmm. That you were doing it some unsafe way. Yeah. Well, they go out there and sneak out there and they do some surveillance and they see you rolling the pipe correctly. Mm-hmm. But they go, oh, but you didn't mow the grass between the pipe racks. They'll pick up another one, mm-hmm. a different one. Something they weren't even out there for. They'll find something. They'll find something they, you know, they want to. Yeah. That's what I. That's what they're talking about is that they don't want that to be going in front of a federal judge every time it happens. Yeah, and that makes sense. You know, you don't want to clog up the, the judicial court, the system. But, but think about that. We're finding something wrong with you because we made a mistake. Oh, I agree. Now that's but that's human beings. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I understand. That's why we beings. don't need. I don't know. Sorry. <laughs> you know, we're we're talking about um, well, in California right now, uh, Newsom actually gave an interview not too long ago about how you know everybody's moving out of his state, and this was before he had his uh, little um, debate with uh, the. Florida governor. The sanctimonious. The sanctimonious. Uh, he, he was to, to the biggest rag in the world, Slate, uh, was saying, yeah, we've got, we, we can't build houses here. We need to fix that because we're not doing that fast enough. So you have this progressive, um, you know, they want to restrict, they want less restrictions on building, but they still want to control it. And they think that works. This is it's called some kind of progressivism. And, uh, you know, the, the, the reason it works everywhere else, the reason you can build one in Texas pretty cheap is because they don't have a whole lot of laws about it. Well, I mean, that's the first thing that me, you, 
is trying to do in Argentina is get rid of regulations like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, I'm not at all. You, what you did was took the jump and said I was approving it. I'm not approving it at all. I don't think they have a right to tell me how much grass I have between my pipe racks. I that, agree. That's my problem. I'm just saying that that's why you don't do it because of humans will find a reason. Right. So, so, but going back to it, mm-hmm. that's what they're talking about that, that they're not going to require a jury over something like that. Yeah. I, I and, and for whatever reason, licensures, first of all, who who requires this license? Where's who you know when you say, okay, I'm gonna take away your license, did the SEC give them that license? Yes. You have to apply for it. You as I understand it, I'm not a broker. Uh I've done a lot of research in this being a retired guy. Um, but a broker gets a license from the SEC, you have to do testing and a, bu- a bunch of things. And then they grant him his license or her license and then, or its license. I got to say that now. Anyway, uh, be all inclusive, but they grant the license and then you have to follow these rules of the license, just like in insurance. Well, maybe the answer my question is the license that's issued by the SEC. Well, I have a law license issued issued by, by the state. Yes, but mm-hmm. it's, it's of Louisiana. It's, well, no, it's not the state of Louisiana. We are self governed. Oh, okay. But by the, the court, bar. but the court, no, but the, the Supreme Court ultimately decides whether or not you get to keep your license. Mm-hmm. So you the do Supreme get, Court of Louisiana, correct? So you do have access to a court, but I don't think yeah. you get anything but straight appeals to the Supreme Court. I think they have original jurisdiction of you. Mm-hmm. All right, so. But I, I and, and and again, there's a reason I don't know this. Is I've never, I come close. I've had a couple of people make complaints when I was doing an engine defender mm-hmm. because they're sitting in jail with nothing better to do than making complaints, and they were dismissed the day they were filed. Yeah. So so thank God mm-hmm. that's where that's how it's gone for all the years I've been. But if you had a flag. Well, I mean, no, you again, again, you've, had, you've said this before. The same thing in Texas is not going to happen in, in, in California. It's, it's mm-hmm. been, but that's the one I'm thinking about. State move. That's what. Yeah. Freedom right. movement. Yeah. All right. So, I want, but I want to go get back to this. Boy, you've been throwing me off a lot today. <laughs> hey, that's my job. But, but that's, but it's, but little things like that, they don't want to have a good trial. Yeah. They're, even though it's, we don't agree they should be doing it. I definitely don't want to have, have to have a jury trial over it. Could you imagine that? That would be, be think, bad for everybody. I think with all the jury summons that would start going out even more so now, you just get called all the time. And But I have had a complaint about mm-hmm. regulations for sure mm-hmm. for a very, very long time that, that they, that they, that the, e, the EPA comes up with these rules on marshland use. Mm-hmm. I buy a piece of property. Nobody has said anything about, that being protected or anything else, then I buy it and I want to put a house on it. Mm-hmm. Oh no, you can't drain that swamp. You can't do that. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That's that, that's they, ironic. I, I don't I don't know if those are laws or regs, but most of them are regs. I, I, I the reason I know there's so many regs is when we did the case that involved the the banks of yeah. of rivers. There's there's a there's a statute says mm-hmm. that the federal government has ownership has the has the, the right to regulate navigation on navigable waters yeah and then everything else is rigged mm-hmm. 
thousands and thousands and thousands of pages of regulations on usage of navigable waterways. Mm -hmm. They have a few statutes here and there, but they are tiny. Yeah. Compared to, and they saw regs. I said for a long time, I don't think so. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Pass the law. Yeah. You know, yeah, now, be accountable. Let me say this that when I look through the regs that they were done by the Corps of Engineers, they all make sense. Mm -hmm. So, I, for whatever reason, that seems to have been in good hands. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and engineers think differently. Nobody's complained about is complaining about them either, really. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, if they do, they have hearings on them and they fix them. I do believe that they really do just want to make it where you can use those, that the public can use them. Yeah. But I am saying this, when I saw that it was all regs, I was going, instead of the matter. It doesn't matter. You, okay, I like this reg. I like this thousands and thousands of pages of it. But at least the Corps of Engineers can't try their own cases. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that might be a little conflict of interest, in my opinion. So, so this is what you, I guess, what you're telling your friends that. Yeah. How did you put to them? Well, I think what something that I feel like people my age really like, and what is just, you know, popular in the media is focusing on social justice issues. And I think it there's this really sharp separation between the left and the right on social issues, but you're ignoring the functionality of the government and the separation of powers, which is also really, really important. You know, like, right. yeah, these hot button issues, there's always been a... Yeah, exactly. So what I was telling them is this is important because it's the way that the government functions. And that's important because if you want to take your social justice issues, you have to know where to take it. And it has to work in an appropriate way with the separation of powers and checks and balances. Like you can't just take everything to the court. You need to, you know, I've said this on the last three podcasts. You need to call your Congress people and vote in local elections. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. well, that's how you take care of social justice. Yeah, yeah. There's no place for that in court. Yeah. There really isn't. There's, no, there's really no. no place for it. No. Shouldn't be. So, especially when there's a law on it. Mm -hmm. I, we're, we're, the reason that, it, that this case to me was exciting, and I think you're, you got it, mm -hmm. they, but it, it, it is, it just shows you how far we've gotten that the SEC is passing its own laws, mm -hmm. it, enforcing its own laws, yeah. and it's adjudicating its own laws. Yes. And deciding who gets a jury trial and who doesn't. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. There you go. That's the problem with it. Wow. And 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 she's right. She read a blog. I sent her a blog to start it all off with. And you know what that blog said? This was this was radical. I'm mean, oh no. What is this? This is this isn't radical. Mm -hmm. You're radical to think it's radical. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. It's radical because I want it to go a certain way, but I haven't read the Constitution. Or I don't like, I, well, they ignore it on equity. That's my whole problem with this thing. Yeah. I've been stressing this all along, but that's the problem with the court system these days is equity. Mm -hmm. they, they're, they're trying to use equity in law courts. Yeah. In law situations. This is a law situation. Mm -hmm. You are fining him this much money and taking even more and giving it to somebody else. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. That's depriving them without due process of law. The, the whole fair share thing. Exactly. Equity. Mm -hmm. Equity. Equity. Think about what what's, my, what's your fair share of my money? <laughs> you know, uh, Thomas Sowell said. Oh, that's exactly. Like, it. You know, all right. So that, here, here's how he said it. 
you you say to me, you're greedy. You don't need twenty million dollars. Mm-hmm. Well, you're greedy from how much of my how much of how much do you get of my money before you're greedy? Yeah, that's the question. You're taking my money, mm-hmm. it, but 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 going back, you throw me off. I I want everybody to see that that this is going on in this not just the SEC. Yeah, and if this happens, if all of a sudden these ALJs have are not no longer to just become the gods that they think they become. And I told you this, I, nothing against them. Are, are, we know that when we come up against an ALJ, it's like teachers. Yeah. Some are very good. You don't have yeah. a problem with most of them. They're, they're doing, they're in there doing their job, not cutting yeah. them down. I just don't think they're constitutional. Yeah. But they, they put on their, their robes. When they first started doing them, they, mm-hmm. when they, when they were doing workers comp, they were doing it just, they were going dressed like I am with a, a suit and a tie yeah. or a, tie, a coat and a tie or whatever. Then I think that somebody said you start wearing a robe because they're not taking you seriously. And so now they've got benches like the judge. Mm-hmm. And they got the robe they put on and they got the little court reporter next to them. And it's not anymore like, the, the, you know, the open hour here, open hour hearings where they're in a little room and everybody's smoking cigarettes going like, what happened next? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I was fake smoking cigarettes. <laughs> but, yeah, that's what an ALJ hearing used to be like. And you knew it was going to go to a court somewhere. Yeah. If, if you lost, it had to go to court. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not how it is anymore. You go in front of this ALJ, this SEC, and basically the facts have been determined. Mm-hmm. You're guilty. Now that you can only appeal questions of law to the Fifth Circuit, I don't think that's fair at all. Yeah. I want I want a jury to hear this thing. Mm-hmm. And I think he's I think he's right. Now, I did not see, I do not have an opinion as to whether or not he did anything wrong. Yeah. He clearly thinks he did. Mm-hmm. He clearly thinks he did nothing wrong. Because these are some pretty bold arguments to take to the Fifth Circuit if you are like, okay, well, you know, I did it. I'll roll over and, you know, take the $300 fine. So who knows? But. Well, um, the dirty little secret are hedge, hedge funds don't do very well. They act like they do. Mm-hmm. And in the short run, a hedge fund can be good. But most cases, the best one that's ever existed right now is horrible. Mm-hmm. But it was good for 10 years. So hedge funds, in my opinion, are kind of a legal way to scam people. But the government has given that right to what's those that, What's people. that got to do with the government? It doesn't have anything. Government did it. I ought to be able to invest it. She ought to be able to come to me and say, look, I got a good idea on stocks. And I got a system. I ought to be able to give it to her. She ought to be able to go with it. Right. I agree, but the government regulates that. <laughs> they regulate it. Yeah. Yeah. They, they don't pass it. laws, they regulate it. So what do your friends say to that when they just go? Well, they, I, I was kind of talking, they were like, yeah, that makes sense because a lot of the things that people want to talk about are like, you know, like I said, the social justice is- issues because the separation of power stuff isn't important. But I, we were talking, I was like, think back to your civics class when we, you know, learned about separation of powers and stuff like that and the difference between the executive and, and I was kind of just going into it. And by the end, they were like, yeah, I could see how that would be pretty important. So, you know. Yeah. And, and, and don't forget that this Fifth Circuit judge's mm-hmm. opinion is making this clear. Not everything is equity. Yeah. Some things are law. Yeah. And if, if they're law, we're going to follow the law. Mm-hmm. We're going to do it according to the law. But then that same Fifth Circuit, in our case, decided it on equity. Yeah. Yeah, they do it very inconsistently. Different panel. Yeah. Different panel. 
Yeah, I mean, it depends on which three you get, right? Right. On the on-box panel. Right. It's, it's it's interesting. You did a good job. Thank you. Me being, being as busy as I've been trying to catch up on it. I will have you the other case to you. You have it already. Yeah. We'll get it to Glenn so he can read it. But we're gonna we the, but the but they're gonna actually be deciding the. Uh, they they sound like to me they may overrule Chevron. Oh wow. Chevron deference. Could you explain that? Not as well as I would like, but my understanding is they give deference to the to the regulatory body on how they enforce their their own regulations. Mm-hmm. Right, like the ATF and the pistol race. Correct. Good job. Thank you. Good job. I, 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 it's, 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 it's a crazy case that nobody's talking about mm-hmm. because it's about very mundane, boring things. If these three cases go against regulatory bodies, Trump couldn't have done more to dismantle the what he calls the deep state. We could call it a regulatory state. I've always called it a regulatory state. Yeah. Recently, they started calling it deep state. Mm-hmm. But, that, but, but that, I want to tell you something. I gave a, a, a talk. Probably 10, 15 years ago. Yeah. On the dangers of regs mm-hmm. to a group of older people. Yeah. Of, I've been saying this for a long time, but screaming aloud at the top of my lungs, you got to stop this. These regulations have got to stop. These laws are small. Mm-hmm. Again, you saw though, you saw those regs in that just on navigable water. Oh, water. yeah. None of them passed. None of them. Just. Now they did a good job. I don't want to say yes. That's how they get away. Well, look, you you want to get rid of the you want to get rid of the uh, the Corps of Engineers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no one wants their subsidy cut. So the way what we really need you to do, Glenn, is when this case when they when the the judges meet, mm-hmm. you need to have them some PJ's coffee in Washington D.C. so they can tell you it over a cup of coffee. I tell you what, if they had PJ's coffee, this this would be decided like that, James. Boom. They would go with freedom? Be freedom. Be all about freedom. Because <laughs> they would feel that freedom surging in their veins. The only way they could do it better is if they met at the PJ's in Haunton in that environment. We'd even close. If they wanted to come, we would close the dining room for them. <laughs> Have a special day just so they could decide this with all the coffee, pastries, anything they wanted. That's hilarious. Thank you, guys. Thank you for working so hard. I'm glad you got to it. Appreciate it. And I hope your friends learn something from it, too. I hope so, too. We'll see. Listen to the podcast. Yeah. Thank you, guys, for listening. And I tried to speak into the microphone today, but I know what he's talking about. If I look up at that screen, that's when I'm losing it. Mm. Thank you, guys. Be back tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye.